0: Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. We're we're doing this. It's a uh, new comic book day. It is Wednesday, July third. We got the date right. Yeah. And I'm Champ Championstein. I am Hother Hotfield. And we're gonna talk about comics. Yes. I'm doing a thumbs up if you can't see.
1: There's two four thumbs now. Yeah, so okay. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about Deceased first. Um, this is the typical zombie story, but set in the DC universe. Yeah. yeah. So we get to see all of our favorite and least favorite superheroes get turned into zombies and get killed. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's pretty neat. I, I do like this issue because it does kind of deal with the blood and flesh infecting people underwater which was cool yeah that, I,
1: that page that I showed you was awesome which I'm, I probably just sorry if I spoiled that book for anybody well I mean the uh, issue is called something about water I can't remember does it say at the end like some of them do yeah Red, sea. Red sea yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah, tight sorry this issue just deals with uh, Superman trying to get back to his mom and dad and Make sure they're alright and Harley Quinn working out some issues. Doing a good job. Um and then kind of the
1: aftermath of the I mean, I can what happened in issue two? I can Yeah. Um the aftermath of Batman getting killed. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Uh, getting zombied and then getting killed by Alfred. That's cute. Appropriate. <laughs> mm. A little family affair. Yeah. Um, and there is a narrator in the book, and we can't figure out who it is. I bet we're going to figure out in the last issue, and it's going to be like, oh,
0: it's he Bat- was alive the whole time. Uh, it's Batman. <laughs> it's going to be Batman. He, it's one of his clones.
1: Yes. <laughs> fuck. Um, but yeah, DC's, this is issue three out of six, and then after this is over, there's going to be a one-shot. I believe so, yeah. Um, called Deceased, A uh, Good Day to Die.
0: It's got Barda and Mr. Miracle in it, so that'll be pretty good. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like zombie shit, that's definitely one to check out for sure. It's very bloody. It is very bloody. Yeah. Um. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay.
1: So this is the second issue of this weird comic called uh, She Said Destroy. I still don't understand really what's going on. Um, The basis of the story is... uh, God of the sun, goddess of the sun, Brigid, she pretty much made it so that every human in existence only worships her, so she's the only one who will exist. However, her sister, Morrigan, is the goddess of death, so she obviously can't go anywhere. It's basically their followers fighting each other to get to the last person standing, I guess, and then that'll declare the victor of the gods. Okay. Um, weird. Yeah, I don't... It's... uh, The way that this is written is very, very confusing because it jumps back and forth a whole lot and introduces tons of new characters. I don't care about any of them. I don't think you're supposed to care about them. But um, I guess the one redeeming thing about this, I really enjoy the art. It's just very pastel-y and colorful and
0: I think it's cute. But that's it. Eh, She said the (laughs) story. I have... Thumbs number two, I really wanted to check out what happened next, and now I'll probably just end up getting it since it's a five-issue series, and I'm kind of curious what happens. So in the first issue, I'm going to read the back of this again, just because it's, once again, just the easiest way to describe what's happening. Uh, in issue one, Thumbs was a happy kid and a great gamer who got chosen for a scholarship at the Fortress Victory School until an attack left Thumbs in a coma. Then, in, in caps, Thumbs woke up six years later to find he missed out on his puberty years. His friends are all dead, and his sister is leading, him, leading the charge with the army that brought all this pain on him. His AI caretaker named Mom has woken up with him and pledged to get revenge. Now things get really get crazy, so... That's that's once again what happens basically this entire issue. So it's weird. It's a weird kind of cyberpunk technopunk. Some yeah. Type thing. The whole world is just addicted to technology and just being kind of hardwired to one another and not having any sort of privacy. It's like Wally. Yeah, kind of like that. And the gross world is disgusting and non-existent sense as well so yeah it's really interesting and if that's sort of the thing you like I definitely would say check it out the colors are uh, black and pink and very it's very liney and I don't I don't know the best way to describe it but the art is really really cool and I think kind of adds to the story structure itself and brings you into the world a little bit more just because it is supposed to be kind of gritty within itself yeah the art is really cool i kind of want to pick it up to read just because i really i really enjoyed the art and i like the way they the books feel yeah they do it does feel really nice i do enjoy holding it in my hands and reading it and it's once again it's just not a bad it's not a bad story there's just something about it that's not like quite clicking with me that i love 100 percent I just really want to know what happens. So you have to keep me updated. I will keep you updated. I'll try to keep everybody updated, yes. actually. And then I have to go again because I got more comics and just ruin them. I have Cosmic Ghost Rider <laughs> destroys Marvel history. This is issue number five. I believe there is one more issue before it wraps up. This issue deals with uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Frank Castle going to the park with his family with Frank Castle. So the the park where his family dies. So he's oh. trying to he's trying to change everything and I really really like this issue because it just deals with him talking about how he met the old Avengers and then towards the end the Watcher comes, and it's just, like, you've done all of these things. Like, if you change this one thing, this change your, changes your trajectory and, like, pretty much tears time apart because he's interwoven himself so hard into, mm-hmm. like, every part of time. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. So in the end, this funny book also had a little bit of a interesting thing, but who knows if he made the right decision or not. I never know until the end. Yeah, I won't know. And I'm very interested. I, I really enjoyed that book. It was it's been very funny. A good a good romp. God damn it. <laughs> I like that. That was a good word, thank you. You're yeah, you're welcome. So when it comes out in trade I highly suggest picking it up if you like if you like the funny books. And I mean Paul Shear is just a, a really funny guy. He is a funny guy. He's very funny. And the art, was, the art is also very good. And that is Nathan Stockman. Hmm. And the colorist is Rochelle Rosenberg. I like that name. Oh, and I'm sorry, Nick Giovanetti is also the other writer, so give everybody the, their credit.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, s- now you know their names, you can Google everything else they've done. Yeah. Go grab all of their other stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever it
0: may be. Okay. Okay. Yes. Sorry,
1: we were just trying to delay
0: uh, talking about this one. <laughs> it is the last issue of Female Furies. Finally. We are done hate reading this book, and nobody has to listen to us talk about not liking it ever again.
1: Yeah, and that's just it, isn't it? We just didn't like it. <laughs>
0: no, and I and I... I promise you once this book is out of my sight and I never see it again, I will never talk to anybody about it. Ever. Never. I will literally erase reading it from my mind.
1: Unless someone at work, like, asks what we think of it and if they should pick it up. And then I I'm, I might have to say some things. But I, this book I, is
0: awful. I would give my full opinion of how I feel without trying to be, like, too harsh about it like I just don't feel like it's I don't feel like it's very well written and I don't feel like it really does justice to the characters but it could be like my perspective on it as well
1: I don't know because I I felt the same way they they just felt very two-dimensional and their the dialogue is very stilted there's like no growth in these characters even though from point a to point b they are Different.
0: They just still... I just didn't feel like the story moved at all. Oh, yeah, and they definitely definitely didn't grow at all. Just kind of, like, the same characters with now they have... I don't even know if their opinions are really different besides them being like, well, we're not in this anymore, I guess. Right. We did the best we can. We took over. Also, there's a line I just can't get over, (laughs) and I have to read it out loud. Show the picture, too. Okay, so granny finds out that she got passed over for a promotion for um and got passed over for a promotion and it went to a nephew of a higher up and he says what a great job man can you dig it and just it's it's really it's just not good it's no I suppose I understand like why the line is there kind of just like I I, I guess, but at the same time, the whole story has not been really written in that way whatsoever, so it just mm. seemed...
1: They're trying to make him seem younger.
0: <clears throat> That's, That's not what how- it
1: seemed like to me anyway, is like they were... I don't know, when they brought him in, he obviously looks like a younger guy, and they were trying to make him sound like... Cool, young. That's not how cool young people sound. No, not at all, because it's a horrible writing
0: <laughs> I don't even know any cool young people, but I just... I know I would never hear a cool young person say that, ever.
1: I know, like, one cool young person, and
0: I think she's, like, six. I don't think that counts. Yeah. And that person definitely looked like they're at least 13. (laughs) True. Um, um, I don't know. On a
1: scale of, like, one to ten, I would probably give it, like, a, a one... Being nice. Yeah, I, I would give it a one being nice. Because I get the one thing that I did like about it, which is such a weird thing because I normally don't like it, is just the thick lines. Okay. The way yeah. that it's drawn. I don't know. It's really weird. It's just the way things are, like, rounded out is very pleasing to me, like, on faces. I don't... But that's it. Like, that's it. And that's such a stupid thing because, again... Not in any other book would I ever say that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I can't, I can't choose anything I like about no. it. <clears throat> so I'm sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, we just didn't, we just didn't enjoy it.
1: I wish, I wish I enjoyed it, because it's characters that I really like. But I just,
0: yeah. And once again, I just think the, I, I'm sorry. I have to go back. The biggest problem with this book is that it just didn't put what it wants to say in there in a nuanced way. It just like fucked its way into the story. It, yeah, that's the perfect <laughs> description of it. That's exactly what
1: happened. There was yeah, like no gentle glide in. It was just like raw dogged. <laughs> right?
0: We shouldn't be allowed to do this. Next. Next you go. Okay. I shouldn't be I'm not allowed to talk anymore. You should <laughs> talk about my comics for me.
1: I'll I'll try. I read Lois. Um, Okay, so I have Dead Man Logan. This is reaching the end of the story. I really, really love this series. Um, I just... I like seeing Logan accepting his death and trying to do things to change other people's lives before he dies. Um, This issue in particular is... um, him trying to save Bruce Banner's son, who is getting, like, destroyed by the Hulk killer, I think is what they named it. Um, but Logan is also still really fucked up because he got his lungs ripped out. <laughs> but they end up in this um, in this warehouse in Omaha. I think that's where it is. I, I showed that to you earlier, yeah. right? Yeah, you showed me the Omaha page. They go to Omaha. Okay, no, that's where the weird cult is. That's where saber Okay. Anyway, Omaha is in this book and I just like the shout-out. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they end up in this warehouse that is um, kind of set up to survive post-apocalyptic stuff. You know, mutants killing other mutants, cannibal, humans, all in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like enough supplies and stuff to last like 50, 100 years if they do what they need to do. So... Logan is dropping off Bruce's son and oh my god I can never remember her name um it's Luke Cage's daughter and Jessica Jones's daughter I don't know she's in here she is Bruce Banner's son's I don't know his name I don't think they ever named him it's Baby Hulk that's what I'm gonna call him um she's kind of his caretaker and she's been his caretaker and he's in like his teenage years so it's rough cause he's a brat um but he's Logan's going to leave them there so that he can continue on with his mission without having to worry about them getting hurt and trying to protect them and stuff. Um, but I I just love it. Um,
0: I, I just realized the blood has been dripping down the cover.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there's going to be a, a big ending, I feel like. And I'm very excited to see how exactly Logan dies if he lets that disease take over if he actually gets straight up murdered.
0: (laughs) Alright, so I have the first issue of Lois Lane and it just follows Lois Lane investigating something that you're pretty unsure of for the most part and even up and kind of to the beginning you are, but this uh, issue deals a lot with kind of what's going on in the real world right now with the detention centers and keeping people you know locked up so it's uh, fairly poignant and important in what it's trying to say right now so that was a really cool thing and the question is also in it which was good I didn't know who that was when I read it yeah but that's fine that's totally fine and yeah If that's uh, following Lois Lane potentially getting stalked by murderers later because she's trying to call out the U.S. government. Which happens. Yes. I've read articles. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. It was very enjoyable. I ordered just the first issue. I'm trying right now to decide if I want to pick up the second issue. If nothing else, maybe check it out. So,
1: Um, And there's also, I don't know, there's some some pretty sexy scenes with Superman. (laughs) Yeah, there are some sexy scenes with Superman as well. Yeah. Which I'm down for. Like, I love when they insert sexy scenes into comics. Especially with superheroes that are ripped.
0: I feel like they're, like, because in that first issue, was that that issue? No, it was that first issue of Heroes in Crisis, Mm. or second issue. One of those issues of Heroes in Crisis were like, Superman and Lois Lane were just like chilling in the bedroom, and you're just like, "All right, I guess yeah, that's true." And that's like basically what happens in this too. It's mm-hmm. like, it's very domestic. Yeah, I, I like I like seeing it. I think it's really cute. I guess it's, cute. it's so cute. And then next, I have Green Lantern issue number nine. That cover is really cool. Yes, the cover is very very cool. Has some. Some lions on it Big cats Big cats <laughs> Big cats Big cats with the big arms Look at that arm Oh my god I mean He could choke you to death That's for sure Just like In that crevice <laughs> <laughs> Please just talk about it uh, <laughs> This issue of Green Lantern Does not deal with that It It's very confusing it's shame. <laughs> I know it's it's very very confusing but it looks good. I think I need to read it again. My friend said it was a fever dream. I think I just need to take it all again and they're kind of just on like a a planet of just beasts and they're trying to a group of people are trying to fight their way out. It seems like it's kind of just like different different kind of aspects of things going on. Like said, I'm I'm very confused. I am very confused, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's all. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Is I have to read it again because I had no fucking clue what I just took in. But you've still been really enjoying the Green Lantern series. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I still have been very much enjoying it. And the first trade came out recently, or am I imagining? That I think it, it p- comes. Out? I don't. I think it's coming out. Okay, I, one of those things is happening. Yes. And I I would definitely pick it up and check it out. I, like, I do highly suggest it and really like it. This issue just, my brain was like, I, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, I, I can't help you. That's how I usually feel when I pick
1: up comics. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. What? These are words. This stuff is happening. How, do you know how to read? Um, no, I mostly, I'm really good at, like, interpreting pictures. So... If I don't know if the art is really good then I can figure out what's happening in the story like facial expressions are very important to me that's why I didn't know who the question was
0: <laughs> I guess that like I, I couldn't confirm or deny that since I don't read all of the same comics as you and you could just be like every time we talk agreeing with me that's why I always ask you what you thought of things <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't whatever it happens Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Okay. And and so we're moving on. Um, So next.
1: (laughs) (coughs) I got really emotional. I am so sorry. Um, Next is Buffy. Yes, Buffy. This is issue number six. Um, For those of you who have been reading along, you will know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, you will have no clue what's going on. Correct, and that is what we're kind of going to be talking about with it. Um, in the previous issues, Xander was turned. Yes. Um, Willow and Buffy are trying to get him back, but they need to get him a soul, just like any soul. Yeah. They, he just needs a soul. Or... I, <laughs> they need the soul stone. Yeah, that's like a, what, Like the whole time I'm like, they need like a soul stone. Yeah. Um, so they need to get a soul stone to... To get Xander back, but if everyone knows that you need to give a life to get one back. Um, so that so. deals a lot with that. Um, we have the, the reoccurring character, Robin, who Buffy has a huge crush on. Um, he plays a big part in this as yeah. well. Um, and pretty
0: much what's going to be
1: happening in
0: the future. Yeah, seemingly so. Yes. And it's interesting just because it definitely plays off the dynamic of Buffy and Willow and how they feel feel about each other and how they feel about the situation at hand and kind of how, at the moment, you know, everything isn't—everything else—everything is happening to her friends and not to Buffy. And yeah, and it's also, like,
1: how each of them deals with the situation.
0: yeah. So it's it's really interesting, and you get a an also a good glimpse into uh, Mrs. Calendar's character or Miss Calendar's character, and how she feels that you know Rupert Giles is too too strict and too demanding of Buffy, and kind of forces her into this this Slayer life when he should kind of ease up. And he's just like, well, I'm a watcher.
1: Yeah, they have a really good conversation that kind of made me rethink the way I thought of him as well. Um, Because I I agreed with her at that point. I was like, yeah, dude, you're too rough on her. (laughs) And then, you know, he said his piece and I was like, all right, put me in my place.
0: So, yeah, if you want like a nice little retelling of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, this is one I would say you would probably enjoy, especially... If you like the original series, I just really love kind of the twist on the characters. They're all they're all basically the same, but they have just like this updated freshness to them, which is always always really great. Um, the art did change
1: from the first like yes four issues, right? Yes, um, I'm still trying to decide how I feel about it. I
0: don't know how I feel about. it. It's okay, I I don't necessarily prefer it. Yeah, I really liked
1: the the first few issues, like the original art and that.
0: yeah, but the, it, the, it doesn't take away enough from the story that I I'm like, oh, I, I hate this so much." It's yeah, just, no, not at all. It's just not my preferred style. yeah, which is not to say
1: it's bad. No, I mean, like it's it's still good. it's just obviously different from
0: yeah and the artist that they first went with. yeah, and there are some pretty like striking panels. Oh, there yeah. as well because the colors are cool. Okay, you go. Okay. Talk about
1: your Uncanny X-Men. I got some Uncanny X-Men. I got caught up. I'm doing good. Uh, The series is almost over. Uh, If I remember correctly, the next issue is the last one, or number 23. So the next one or two issues, yeah, is going to be done. Um, So everything is kind of building up right now. Um, Emma Frost is working with this tiny group of X-Men kind of she's, it's for her own benefit of course um, but I, I don't really know how to ex- explain this issue because um, a lot happened because as I said you know it's coming to an end um, but the, the government was pretty much blackmailing Emma Frost uh, to get information about the other X-Men and previous issues and stuff um, to keep her alive that was what she had to do Um, So she kind of gave them all up to protect herself, but also went in and kind of changed their memories enough that they forgot that she existed. So she was also protecting them at the same time. Okay.
0: Um, Interesting.
1: Yeah. But they all kind of realized what happened, and now she can't do anything, can't protect any of them. So it's them... Against the government, um, surprise. Yeah, surprise. Um, but yeah, I I still really enjoy this, yeah. um, at least the second half of it. Because uh, I really do. I really really like Wolverine and Cyclops together. Um, Wolverine left a couple issues before, but he's in this one as a prisoner. So they must have caught him. I must have missed that if they mentioned anything about it, because I don't remember that happening. But, yes, Uncanny X-Men. It's almost over. And then Jay Hickman's stuff will be coming out. Yeah. Are you getting... No, I completely forgot about it, so I'll have to pick up. Or at least read the first issue of Power and
0: House, because I don't... Powerhouse. Powerhouse of X. (laughs) Okay, I have the last issue of Walking Dead, which I, I usually just pick up The Walking Dead for my mom. Oh, i surprise. I feel like people know
1: about okay. it now. It was spoiled online by everyone, so... Yeah,
0: so this is issue 193 of Walking Dead. I have... I read most of Walking Dead. I have... I stopped about a year and a half ago or so, because I remember I was still at the shop reading. Like, well, I was still working at the shop and was reading issues. But... I kind of fell off just because I felt like it kind of had repeated itself and the story had been been told. So, I'm not going to ruin anything about this issue at all. I I thought it was a really good ending. I can I can see why why it was ended and I like I like the ending even if it may have been a little too happy for my my tastes. And there is a a lengthy author's note, right? You said? Yeah, Yeah, there's uh, about a Five, six page uh, author's note, which was really, really good, and I think totally worth reading as well, just to give you a little more introspective into why it's ending and all of the little pieces of Kirkman and what he wanted to do. And it's interesting that, yeah, they kind of fooled everybody into thinking that they were gonna have several more issues.
1: Yeah, because I was telling Champ yesterday that it's listed as the commemorative issue, they're, or they're, something, something like that. Because one ninety three, I, I don't know. It, obviously, it's bigger, and that was something that they were pointing out. There was also
0: one ninety two. Is that the one that was reissued? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 One ninety two, a memorial issue to uh, Rick. Rick. So. Yeah, if you like The Walking Dead and or liked The Walking Dead in the past, this is a book of I mean, you wouldn't necessarily need to catch up. And if you just give yourself a quick Google search into what's happening, I think you'll you'll make it. Oh yeah. I <laughs> I haven't read The Walking Dead
1: since like what did I say, The Prison? Yeah. It was like right after The Prison is when I kind of stopped, but I wikipedied wikipedied uh, the rest of the issues just h- kind of keep updated, and I read like the last few pages of it, and I understood what was going on. I missed most of the issue, so I didn't know what else was going on. yeah
0: no, oh, and I think it's a I think it's a good way to end it. I think it like I told you puts a nice little nice little period on a really good a really long story that probably didn't need to go any longer. Senior thesis. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. uh, so next this is our last one and this is one we both enjoyed yeah this was a uh, high, high up on our list it's sea of stars this is a number one issue this is our man jason aaron and there's actually he writes with this dennis hollum guy oh i unless, i don't know that name unless it's just but they're both jason aaron jason aaron mm-hmm. and he wanted to go by two names I mean I would. Dennis <laughs> Hallam, maybe he's doing the transition. Maybe
1: this is who's taking over for Thor. He
0: tried to trick me. They can't do it. Uh so this <laughs> this book really I I I guess I didn't really know what to expect. So I I went into it a little blind and I really really liked it a lot. Yeah, no, I did
1: too because I I had read about it in previews and then completely forgot about it because I apparently didn't even add it to my poll. Oh, yeah. I just picked it up yesterday. Um, but it's about a, a grown man who I was kind of reminded of Futurama, um, except not delivery. He just picks stuff up. Um, he is in space, and he goes around picking up, like, lost artifacts and stuff or just carries them for a company. Yeah, or he just, like, carries stuff yeah. from one place to another. Yeah. Um, and it's all in space, and his kid is with him do you think that kid is probably eight yeah probably eight um but yeah his kid is on the ship um
0: they get an an attack and then from there yeah stuff happens and they're separated Mm -hmm. which is what seems to be what will be the driving factor in the story itself is them trying to get back to one another and find one another and both of them have come to, come out of this situation changed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this book is really really interesting. I really, the art is just really phenomenal. And if you like the idea of like space whales, and space animals and shit, leviathans, they will, they will be in your, this will be in your real house. Oh yes, um,
1: you know that movie Gravity. <laughs> Yes, with Sandra Bullock. That's what the kid reminds me of. They're just floating around in space. I'm, I'm really, really excited though to see. Um, as you know, we love Jason Aaron.
0: Yes, we do. And yeah, I'm really excited to see where the story takes us. It's going to be, I think, a fun, a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah, I'm also, I'm
1: excited to see like the different kinds of space monsters and stuff. Yeah, that are going to be showing up because the
0: ones that they've shown so far are
1: so crazy
0: yeah and very like just wild I you said crazy wild I'm just like trying to think of something it's just like myth- very alien and like mythical at the same time yeah. but yeah it's it's really I think this is one to definitely grab off the shelves it'll be a good time definitely a fun romp yes has a <laughs> it's that's what everything is today it's yeah. a romp it's a fun romp. I think, too, with this book, it has, like, that, that weird, like, fantasy vibe, even though it's, like, in space, and you have no idea what, what's really going on. Is it magic? Is it... Because you also don't know, like,
1: if it's, if it's in the future, yeah. or if it's just, like, in a different, like, world, world. Yeah. Which I think is also very interesting. I'm...
0: It's going to be so fun. Yeah. So pick it up from your uh, local comic book shop, Sea of Stars... And that that concludes like concludes New Comic Book Day. That is everything we discussed. All of our comics. Yeah, we was, were only a little naughty. Yeah, it was a short short week. Nine nine to seven comics, which is good. Uh, next week for me is going to be even better. I, I get four. Oh wow, four comics. So, I wonder how many I get. I'll have to check that out. Anyway, we'll uh, check you the next time we're online. Check you later. Bye. <laughs>